1: damn these biloxi blues it happens every night and i ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine
2: i have not
1: Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Yeah.
2: What are we? What are we? What are we? Just a
1: white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Hello.
2: Budget Live, not so live, man. Coming at you right now from the Low Budget Live Bar and Beach Resort. Check it out. Look at it. I, I thought we could all use a little sunshine i thought we could all use a little change of scenery and so uh for my entire life for my entire almost now uh 30 uh 30 plus years on this earth 36 37 years on this earth um i have been coming to lower alabama down here to the gulf coast and this was my mom this was uh Teresa. This was her favorite spot in the world, right here. Right here. So we got word that they were opening the Gulf Coast back and uh you know, working from home and I can do this from anywhere and I can edit YouTube videos and the kids are out of school now and and uh lots going on. So uh from home. So I said, Hey, it's six hours, let's pack it up and roll it south. And uh what I see down here is a lot of people having a good time, but doing it carefully. I see a lot of people, you know, they're doing a heck of a job around the swimming pools at these places, making sure people stay apart. The state of Alabama has uh, really got some good, uh, you know, some good measures in place. And I know, I know, man, people are worried about this. And, And maybe these states opening back up is the worst thing that could have ever happened. But what I see is I see joy on people's faces. I see people that have been cooped up, that have been locked up, locked down, you know, and I see them starting to get back out and enjoy themselves man and that's a big freaking deal and we need it so i want y'all to enjoy that too i hope you can see it over my shoulder the beautiful gulf of mexico and uh heading back home in the morning this is the podcast for may the 4th 2020 but yeah we wanted to get down here and uh, get some sunshine And, and truly i haven't fished i've just been uh just been hanging i've been thinking about my mom a lot This is my first time coming down. My mom made several trips a year down here, and my entire life, and she would sit right out there, and she would uh, hunker down in a chair from daylight till freaking dark on that beach, and and uh, read her a book, and she was happy, man. And so, it's been uh, it's been really cool being down here. But you know, we're being safe. We've done the same thing here we would have at home, except we've tried to support the local economy down here in Orange Beach by you know going to restaurants doing takeout I haven't cooked a meal since i've been here i've been cooking every meal three meals a day pretty much for freaking two months now and so decided you know these local businesses are struggling man and i know it's like that all over the country but these tourist areas which you know utilize and count on spring break and different things they're really hurting so it's it's been cool to get down here and you know on our little bit of uh little bit of cash that we're spending. Hopefully it, it helps, you know, keep some money employed or or something. You know, keeps these businesses going. It's crazy, but it's uh, you know, it's it's Sunday afternoon as I record this and there's a lot of folks that have gone home. It's really busy yesterday though. Saturday was was busy. The public beaches are real busy here at the condo we're staying at. Uh, it's uh, it's been pretty crowded. As as I say that, I look down the beach and there's a guy in a tyrannosaurus rex costume. Uh, going down the beach. So, you never know what you're going to get. I hope, I hope the audio is okay. I'm out here on the balcony, but I decided I, I was, I could have recorded a podcast before I left home. We came down Thursday night. It's like, you know what? I want to do one down there. Do one for mom. Do one, uh, for myself down there at, uh, on the old Gulf Coast. So, I, I love, I got salt water in my veins. I, I was, I was, uh, you know, fortunate to get to saltwater fish and, and to come to places like this. My mom, like I said, she loved it. So, it's in my DNA. So, uh, Thinking about mom always, and I uh, wanted to kick this one off that way. Hope y'all are doing well, low li- low lifers. Hope y'all are staying safe, and hope you're starting to. You know, I see I see some of y'all I follow out there, and and uh, I'm reading the comments. Y'all are getting out there, y'all are fishing. You're starting to 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 go back out. I, I've seen some people post pictures of going out to eating restaurants again and stuff. And that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Take care of uh, take care of these folks. Take care of them, and I you know I ain't and I listen. I don't want any comments this week about. Oh, fishing, not COVID I had more last week You know, we got more important things to worry about In life other than uh, COVID right now Guys, we do Y'all y'all are worried about me talking COVID, not fishing What about these murder hornets? I'm looking at I'm looking at all you people that are worried about me Talking about other things If you ain't read about them murder hornets you better You better stop the podcast Pause the YouTube video if you're watching it And you better go Google murder hornets you better you better Google them, and you better hope that uh, you know 2020 ends pretty quick because it's getting crazy. Now we got COVID and we got murder hornets, and y'all think being locked down is bad? You're gonna be glad we're locked down when the murder hornets get to flying around. So Google murder hornets. Get back to me. It's a big deal. They're scary. They're terrifying. And let me tell you something else. You better hope you better hope the fine folks at Startron and Starbright come up with a murder hornet repellent. And if anybody can, it'll be them because they bring you low budget live i feel like they're they're invincible they could do anything in the world right so fine folks to start trying star bright cleaning solutions bringing you low budget live from uh low budget live not so live from the glorious beach i hope y'all enjoy this looking over my shoulder i hope the I hope the lighting's good it's just uh, low budget as always just me and my little camera my little setup here but it's uh man it's such a beautiful day the weather's been awesome and uh proud to be doing this and proud that StarTron brings y'all this experience week after week after week and and uh you know there's there's some negativity sometimes in the comments but for the most part y'all are all awesome come back week after week and man i i can't uh i can't tell you how much i appreciate it but but to the negative i do want to say and i feel like i've had to address this way too much lately it's like i'm not gonna tolerate it and i'm not gonna uh, you know read just people bashing me about what i talk about or whatever if you don't like it you don't have to listen or you can you know wait till somebody's on that's one of your favorite people but you know also you know in an hour podcast i like to ramble about my life you know and i'm always going to so if you don't like that i'm sorry too but my microphone (laughs) and i'm gonna talk about what i want gonna talk about what i want i'm really excited for today i've got um i've got a, a guest coming on that uh i have had on many times and i always enjoy it and check check the phone right now right now check it just to see if he's text um but gonna have a guy on that has had a interesting story the last uh, few <laughs> days uh, told y'all about it a little bit last week we're gonna have john cox on today though we're gonna have john cox on again and uh and john's life is wild he is out there feeding pop tarts and things to uh hey that that little girl just squealed like she must have seen this as low budget live up here (laughs) she's having herself a time i understand no pictures thank y'all um sorry i'll get with y'all later golly they're lining up down here on the boardwalk y'all um just to just to try to just to try to see what low budget live is all about you know out here and almost in the public really um I could count this like like some tournament organizations count their numbers and say there's thousands out here waiting to see me. <laughs> Anyways, back to John Cox. Uh, John Cox has been feeding bass peeps and pop tarts and dead birds and salami and ham and craziness in his backyard. He's fishing both the FLW Pro tackle warehouse pro circuit and the bassmaster elite series which has only been one bassmaster elite series there's only been three the flw pro circuit and he had this all worked out and he was going to have to make these crazy life altering decisions based on where he was in the points and because the schedules overlapped well now that everything's been rescheduled and we're fixing to get to that at least tentatively tentatively have been rescheduled i don't i want to see kind of what he's thinking because bass is getting with folks um We're going to talk about MLFLW getting with people here in just a minute. So I want to get with John on that. But the latest thing, and I talked about it last week that was very cool, was John tried to save a 10-pound bass, and he put it in his freaking bathtub. Like, there's not many... Things that would make you more gangster in life In the fishing community Than trying to save a bat And he thinks it got attacked by a gator It was nasty dude Big gash on its side and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about all this But he put it in his bathtub Walter And it became this Hashtag save Walter And I hope y'all all went and followed It was really It was funny But it was also very endearing And, uh, and then Walter passed away We lost Walter this week But we're going to let John tell that story Because I just think it's awesome And uh, I, like, I like picking John's brain about things and we're gonna get with John about all this craziness going on with MLFLW. So I told y'all maybe it was episode before or last that the brass at MLF wanted and they reached out to the FLW Angler panel and they wanted to mix the BPT with the FLW Pro Circuit. They wanted the Pro Circuit guys to pay entry fees and they were going to make a big, uh, bigger, you know, deeper payout. But they wanted the BPT guys, who are no entry fee guys, to pay into FLW to have four more FLW Super FLWs, even though the season's already started. But with all this craziness, you know, they took a break. So they've had three with only the FLW Pro Circuit Anglers. Then, But they, they proposed they wanted four more, the remaining four, to include BPT angers. and you know it's there's a lot of different things that 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 um, definitely tells me There's a lot of different. In in my opinion, there's a lot of things that that says, but you know they couldn't have bought FLW at a worse time, honestly. Um, and they are leaning on that COVID thing a little bit. But here's here's the here's the thing: they're only gonna they they were only gonna have they pitched this to BPT guys, and they were only gonna have a couple more tournaments, right? Well, they voted it down, the way I understand it. They voted it down just a couple weeks ago. Some anglers in BPT wanted to fish FLW, some didn't. To me personally, my stance was I wouldn't want them suckers thinking that it was okay for me to pay an entry fee again because all they've done has been like, oh, we don't pay entry fees. And they're going right back to it, right? Because FLWs obviously, they haven't had any BFLs. They haven't had any, you know, very few. They haven't had any uh, Toyota Costa uh, ever starts. Haven't had any of that stuff. So one would think that after borrowing money or getting money from whoever to buy flw their own money whatever that investing in that to save the business which was how they pitched it um that it's just not going so great right now i would think so now they're using this to invest back you know get some entry fee get some money and 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 you know to create a stir and it will From a fishing fan standpoint, it'll be really cool to see some of these guys um, compete. So, saying all that, they voted it down. BPT guys did. Well, whatever has happened, and I'm not privy to all the information. I just get most of it. Um, Friday night, there was a call between MLF anglers, and there was a call between MLFLW, uh, the brass, with the FLW crew. And they presented their plan, and that plan, and and it's going through. So what we're going to see now, there's only going to be two more BPT events for the rest of the year, and then they're going to have their cups, which were like the old Major League Fishing TV shows. They're going to have a few of those, or however many of them they got scheduled. They're going they're going to do those because they're TV shows, they're not tournaments. So they're going to do those, and they're going to do their heavy hitters thing in June. Um, But, but. Only two more entry fee free BPTs and, or technically only one, because you have to qualify for heavy hitters. So one more opportunity for those guys as far as that goes. Not sure how this vote went. Not sure how it changed. I know it did get voted down. Now it is definitely happening. They're not being forced to do it. It is an option, but I'm being told that all of the uh, MLF brass, the owners, will fish FLW. So it's very I don't I don't know For me if I'm a BPT guy And I've been sold this no entry fee thing The only way that is sustainable is with sponsors I think that strong arming And some of the tactics that have been put in place By these guys People don't look favorably upon you When times get tough And times are tough for a lot of people right now Or people are using this as an excuse Just like MLF is um, So I don't think they're doing well I just don't I don't think they're doing well That being said, I'm sure bass is losing some things right now, too, just because they're not operational. Um, It is a tough time. Marketing budgets get cut first before freaking anything does in, in life, no matter the industry, whether it's hunting, fishing, NASCAR, whatever. Marketing budgets get cut first. It's very hard making a living off marketing budgets. It is. But... That being said, something just doesn't – for me, if I'm one of these guys and I've left what I've known and I've gone to this and I fought for it and I get on the internet comments and I fight, 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 and I try to convince all my buddies that this is the way to go, and then they're like, hey, hear us out on this. We want you guys to pay entry fees to help us with the FLW Pro Circuit that we just bought that we thought we needed, that we had to have so we could try to – finish putting the nail we think we're driving into bass's coffin in but it's not going good and now we're not going to be able to finish the year with no with entry fee free events i don't know how i would take that i don't know how i'd take that um i just don't that that's that's not something that i would want to do and then on the on the flip side you know I've, i've talked to some flw buddies I've talked to some MLF buddies that like it. I've talked to some MLF buddies that don't like it. My FLW buddies are kind of split too. I don't know how I would feel. I just, I said that last time. I don't know how I would feel if, if I had paid entry fees to be, you know, in their feeder circuit. And then all of a sudden those guys are in it. It's very confusing and it's, it's a mixed signal thing. You know, these guys are sharp businessmen. I will give them that. And I, I think this will generate, um, some some attention for sure. I think that people will be watching. I mean, I know I will. I mean, I want to see. I want to see the real Jason Christie versus the the one with the Y, with the hard Y. I want to see that. My, I mean, that's the face off everybody wants to see. You know, everybody wants to see that. Everybody wants to see Kevin Van Dam, you know, compete against Jason Christie with the why. Everybody wants to see that. Everybody. I mean, I think if you go through any forum, that's pretty much people are like, you know, people have always wanted like a bass versus FLW thing or a Super Bowl of bass fishing other than the classic. But, I mean, I think this is going to be it, guys. I think this is going to be it. I mean, it's, you know, and the the funny thing for me is I think some of these guys are going to get embarrassed (laughs) when they go fish these pro circuit tournaments and some of these boys uh, mop the floor with them that they, you know, that if they were all standing at a, at a, con, a convention, uh, you know, say they're at ICAST, and uh, if we were having that this year and, and they're all standing around, you know, some of these guys from would look at some of these pro circuit guys like, oh, excuse me, are you talking to me? But you'll be like, oh, who is that guy that just beat me again? But then you're going to have guys, uh, you know, Jacob Wheeler's going to fish these and do well, obviously, thrift, you know, if, if the – if he gets in them, is going to excel. A lot of these guys, obviously, really, really, really catch a lot of bass, but there are going to be some of them that get a little wake up call. I'm afraid, too, uh, if they decide to go do it. So I don't know. I don't know if you are an FLW guy, where you where you should stand on that. You know, it's just a very weird year all the way around. It was weird last year, and the the root of it for me though is that had. MLF just decided to just keep being a TV show. I think everything's, I'm not blaming them for COVID, (laughs) but I just think that all this turmoil and all this back and forth and all this stuff just doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Would FLW be hurting right now because of sponsors and and things? Yeah. Would Bass be hurting? Yeah. But you know, with everything going on in the economy, but You just wouldn't have this extra layer to the onion That you have right now And we certainly do have an extra layer And it's created turmoil within the industry You got companies um, Like a Like a Pradco uh, Where it is right now that they have let go Almost every one of their MLF BPT pro staff guys They kept all their elite guys I mean these kind of lines in the sand that are being drawn That a lot of fans don't see or know about Until after the fact I mean people are definitely picking sides. It became very political, and they're picking sides. And it's too bad. It's too bad that it's that way, you know. Um, It's unfortunate that everybody can't play nice, at least, and try to do what's right and what's best for the fans. But, I mean, even this week, Boyd was on BTL, Bass Talk Live with Mark Jeffries and on Matty Matt. And, dude, just the things he's saying, you know, about the red crest and – well, the industry wants an event to kick off the season. Well, yeah, the classic. That's why the classic moved to the spring. That was the exact speech they gave when they moved it. Like, just just stop trying to act like you're the only game in town and that nothing else in this world ever existed before you. It's just, just pompous, absolutely pompous, but not, not surprising at all, but very pompous, and it just gets old. The whole routine gets old. For me Uh, But like I said There are definitely Sponsor changes Coming as well And and are taking place Right now And, And I'm telling you Right now You heard it here first I hope you heard it here first That there will be Significant changes For 2021 As far as A lot of angler Sponsor portfolio Whether you fish bass FLW MLF BPT Whatever There will be Guys running Boats you've never Seen them run before That have been with companies for a very long time there will be guys with different lure companies that they've never been with rod companies there there are so many shakeups going on right now i hear about them every day it it, it depends on how this economy if we can get it back going and get everybody back to work and get everybody safe and get this thing kicked in the butt it 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 is all very dependent on that but there are going to be a lot of changes next year there were a lot of changes this year but there are going to be more next year there's going to be a lot more there's going to be a lot more, and uh, there's a lot going on right now behind the scenes that people aren't seeing, cuts being made to guys, guys losing parts of their livelihood, and some are affected way, way, way more than others, and it's uh, it's a scary time, man. It's a scary time for me. It's a scary time for anybody. I mean, I make my living in this industry between doing what I do promotionally and fishing and YouTube, and then, of course, my full-time day job at th marine selling boat parts i mean it's a scary freaking time to be involved in the recreational fishing market and that's our choice you know that's our choice it's the same as a guy that's lost his job doing whatever right now it's scary for all of us right now but you're going to see the landscape of fishing hang on here comes bobby this fat cat would say surf style stay safe and stay healthy folks not bringing you low budget life He's coming by on his airplane. I always think that'd be a cool gig. Just fly down the beach, pulling your sign. I don't know how they land with those big signs. Drop a comment below if you're watching on YouTube, if you know how they land with these signs. I'm going to have to YouTube that. have to Google that up. But uh, got sidetracked by an airplane. Y'all are not surprised. Y'all are not surprised. But I think that it's a uh, the, the, when we come out of this, whenever that is, and things start to take shape for next year. It's going to be wild, man. Some of the stuff I'm hearing that I'm not really inclined to talk about. You know, it's just it's personal stuff for people. I'm not going to talk about it. But man, it's mind blowing right now. And there are a lot of companies using this as a freaking excuse. And some of the biggest companies in the industry are using this as an excuse. Just after a rough little six weeks, you know, and they're like, off with their heads. It's amazing. You dang sure better be doing your job right now promoting. That's for friggin' sure. I mean, for sure. Um, the good news in all this, you get all this political mumbo jumbo and and uh, and talk over with, the good news is fishing's coming back. They're going to try. You know, looking at the FLW MLFL, MLFLW proposed schedule, they're looking like June. I've seen a lot of bass guys posting about fishing's coming back, so I would assume they're looking at June as well. And, I, you know, like Fighter told us last week, taking it all the way through December, which I think is awesome. So we got a lot of fishing coming up. You know, they're going to get in all the opens. You know, they're going to damn sure try. They're going to, we're going to see these super FLWs. We're going to see the BPTs, and it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Another thing I'd like to point out that I think needs to be said, going back just for a second, and then we're going to get John Boy on here. So, My thing is this. You have also rested your laurels on your format. I said this when they bought FLW. I thought it was weird. Format, 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 We have the best. Extending the future of the sport. Now you're fixing to go back to putting them in a box. You're fixing to go to trying to keep them alive. And you're fixing to go to weigh-ins, and you're fixing to do all the things you said you didn't need, and not, da, 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 it's just sending so many mixed messages. That's why I think that there's definitely some sort of struggle going on, or this wouldn't even be an option because arrogance uh, wouldn't allow it. This is uh, this is a slide. I want to read this from the All Angler Call MFLW. MLF and FLW are one, in all caps, company. Why is it an advantage to add pro tour BPT anglers to the FLW Pro Circuit? Why is it important that MLFLW as a company succeeds? I think any of us with a brain can explain why that's important. It's because uh, you're just going to throw a bunch of guys' careers away that have fished FLW forever if it doesn't succeed, and you're going to screw over a bunch of people that left bass to come help you start your um, your. Suicide mission. (laughs) And one of my friends that sent me this says, uh, AKA my entry fees help pay for the Bass Pro Tour guys to not pay entry fees. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) Very, very true. (laughs) Oh, me. Oh, me. I love it. I love it. Um, Good times. Good times. So there you go. Fishing talk. Y'all want me to quit talking about murder hornets? And start talking fishing. There you go. There's you some fishing nuggets. Uh, Every time you think it's going to die down, it doesn't. We can't just go back to fishing. There's got to be some craziness. And you know I'm going to run my mouth about it because I like to talk about it. That's what I do. Um, Let's call John Boy here. Send him a little text right here. See if we can get him on the phone. So, Thank y'all so much for for all the uh, positive comments in the last couple of weeks, man. I'm trying, I am trying to uh, keep it rolling here, keep the content coming to you, and I'm having uh, been having a good time with the podcast. I think about the podcast a lot, I take a lot of notes, what I want to talk about, and and uh, it's actually a little bit more prepared than you realize, I think. So for those of y'all that are faithful, man, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that, and uh, and you know, I don't want to sound with all this, uh, all this talk, I don't want to sound biased in any way, and I know that that's what it comes off. Obviously, I had a personal beef with some of the brass at MLF over my opinions, and they they won't like hearing these opinions because it has to be everything has to be bubbles and butterflies. But I just want people to know what's going on, and all this will be announced and it'll be talked about on every podcast this week. But I, I just, you know, there are definitely different sides to it, and I think that there are things that need to be said about it here we go another plane coming by that's probably the mlf private jet right there cruising trying to see where low budget lives recording from this week i think that's what that was if y'all heard it go by right there let's give john cox a call right now see how this is gonna sound hey man john cox the legend of walter world champion (laughs) how are you buddy (laughs) good how are you man i'm good dude uh there's a lot to freaking go over with you i don't know if you realize (laughs) that the bass fishing world blew up in the last couple days since i uh you very much realize it i know but since uh since i text you about wanting you to come on and tell this story but first of all how in the hell are you holding up down there in all this COVID craziness? You seem like you're doing I mean, pretty good.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, we're fishing a lot. We're doing a lot of repairs around the house, and uh, you know, just kind of staying away from everybody and letting everything kind of cool off. But man, I mean, it's it's uh, I've like I've done a lot of stuff around the house I didn't think I was capable of doing. <laughs> did did <laughs> and,
2: does that list include putting a bass in your bathtub?
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't never uh that you know it's just so crazy how that all happened and it's it's nuts that that was like we we didn't even know what we were going to actually do with them you know we were really worried and uh you know melissa was like she's like you can throw them in the bathtub oh that's awesome i was like that's a good idea
2: so, so tell me, because so I, you and I have texted about it, we message on Instagram about about Walter. Because I did, I, I mean, I, I've been I've been funny about it, but at the same time, it was very endearing. It was a cool story, and it was awesome to see that you cared enough to try to. I mean, dude, you spent money, you spent time. I mean, you really tried to revive this thing. So tell us a story. Right. So Keith, Boy, I- did he find this fish?
3: Well, so we were uh, we were so you know without the tournaments going on, I'm uh, doing a lot of like Crestliner live. Yeah, um, yeah. Just trying to do whatever you know, just something so that uh, we can somewhat feel like we're still fishing some tournaments and uh, and we were doing we were doing a, a Crestliner live and we were trying to shoot tilapia. <laughs> I've never shot a bow since like high school, so like I'm like you know it'd be perfect. I'll get out there. It'll be my first time shooting a bow in forever. You know, maybe I'll get one. And, like, I realized I, I was so bad at it. Like, I didn't <laughs> even come close to any of them. And, uh, and then that's when we saw Walter. And, and like, you know, we, you could tell he was a giant one. And he was just kind of swimming along. And, uh, you know, when we ended the live, um, he swam right up to us. Like, just came up to wow. the boat. Like, you know, almost like, hey, come help me, you know. And it was Holy like, cow. We, didn't know, we didn't know what was wrong with him. And, uh, dude, we just, we, we just reached down there and grabbed him and, and, and got him in the, I mean, he was just, he was on his way out, you know, mm. and, uh, we didn't even realize how bad his cuts were until we got him in the boat, and, like, he was, it was, uh, you know, fresh blood coming out of him, like, it was, it looked, it looked awful, you know, and I was like, man, this guy's not gonna make it, And we didn't really, really realize, um, you know, he was over 10 until we, uh, you know, got back to the house and stuff, and, um, you know, we put him in the bathtub and. I mean, the whole time, even when we put him in live ball, he wasn't staying upright. And I'm like, gosh, this poor fish is going to die. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what we were going to do with him. But, you know, when we got back to the house, he was still breathing. Um, you know, we filled the bathtub up. I dumped a bunch of my chemicals that I use on the shiners to keep my shiners alive. Um, I dumped a bunch of that in the tub and uh, and and iced it down and got a bubbler in there and everything. And, uh, boy, I'm, I'm not going to lie. he, I was... I was 99% sure he wasn't going to make it through the night um, because he couldn't stay upright. You know, he kept, he'd stay upright for a second. Then he'd roll over and lay on his side. And uh, Melissa was like, you know, she pulled out some SeaWorld stuff and just like made this sling and like tied it to an FLW trophy and was like, yeah, she was like, I've seen him do this to the the dolphins or whatever. And I'm like, you know, and it it, it actually worked like He made it through the night. The next morning I took him out of the sling and he's, he's swimming around. He's, I mean, he can't turn around in the tub because he was 29 inches long, Mm -hmm. but he was able to, you know, go forward, back up all on his own, (laughs) doing perfect. Wow. So I I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to, this fish is going to live for a while, you know? And so I went out, bought all the crazy stuff, bought a tub. Bought this uh, filtering system that was like 200 bucks <laughs> to filter the the 300 gallon tub that I got. And, uh, you know, got it all set up and then uh, went to and then we waited that that evening to transfer him over. And uh, he even seemed fine. We transferred him over; everything was good. Um, he actually uh, ate some bologna a few <laughs> hours after. Wow. we— tra- dude! The Keith was in there. I'm like, dude, we just moved him. I was like. He's not thinking of eating. He's not going to eat any bologna. Yet. You know, these aren't like the fish in the backyard. that yeah. I've had For like years and years, but like Keith is just down there, like talking to him, and and he and he sucked the bologna right out of his.
1: hand. Holy
2: cow! Yeah.
3: So I was like, man, I was like, I was like, this guy's, you know, he's going to be good, and uh, and then that night he just kind of he just getting getting tired. You know, old fish. He was blind in both eyes. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. He was he was struggling. So he he just late that evening he started not swimming too good he, he would he would stay upright and then he would fall over to his side then fix himself and i was i was worried to leave him like that so I put him back in the sling uh came out the next morning he was actually sw- trying to swim like while he was in the sl- the sling huh. like moving his uh fins and stuff and i was like gosh this i mean you know he's doing great let him out he swim around and it was like his last you know, is like anytime you like either blow your truck up or a motor or whatever it is, like it runs the best there, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: Victory lap. Was,
3: yeah, and like Walter was like in there, he was swimming around his fake stump in there. I was like, man, this is I, I, I can't wait. I'm gonna let him go in my backyard. He's already gonna be used to it. So,
1: you know, he's Holy eat with crap! The other
3: ones. And uh, dude, he just he just like all of a sudden he started doing these really hard uh, twitches, and and I kind of held I kind of held him up there. And dude, he was he was stiff within like three
2: minutes unbelievable just, man just
3: died that just like that
2: and he weighed 10 pounds 15 ounces is that yeah, what i saw with
3: the, yeah with the chunk missing so, unbelievable I mean, you know so there's no t- i mean it was a big fish man 29 inch fish it, that's
2: big giant how, so, so how old do you think a fish like that is
3: gosh i don't know. so i have i have a 10 gallon aquarium well me and lily do we have a 10 gallon aquarium and uh we've we put uh a really small fry garter she caught with the net and uh and i think it's been in there uh two months three months and it's like tripled in size no you know wow. so like it's growing quick like it's so like, i got i'm guessing man if it, with the right food and everything like i mean I, that fish was probably at least 12 i i think at least 12 to 15 years old yeah
2: you would think so I mean, it was
3: old and it was it was just it just when they get that big, they just
2: don't look the same. No, you know? and i so like fortunately, unfortunately, I've never, you know, I've never been that close to a, a ten pounder. I've caught, I actually did catch a nine in Florida. I've caught some mm-hmm. eights in Florida, but I mean, they are they're different animals at that point. They're mm-hmm. different. They're different. And I know you've caught so many, but how crazy is it? All the folks listening to this right now are going, so John Cox not only feeds bass by hand, and he not only catches fish all over the country at wheel, basically when he wants to he can get 10 pounders to eat bologna when they've got gashes out of it. we're all out here you know trying to throw on the berkeley general like you're telling us to we're yeah. swim jig i'm doing all this crap you're telling us to do and your secret right. this whole time is this lunch meat the entire time I mean, I'm, I'm figuring yeah. you out i'm figuring it, you out it,
3: it's been so embarrassing because you know we used to do the fish in <laughs> the backyard shiners yeah but then i was adding it up and it's like man, I'm feeding this one $15 a day. I'm feeding that one $20 a day. And I'm like, man, they're eating better than we are. So I ran this guy at the gas station. He's like, man, you got to try, you know, throwing some bologna to him. And I'm like, man, there ain't no way they're going to eat bologna. And, man, I'm telling you, I'm at the dollar store at least once a week clearing out the, ra- the rack of bologna. And,
0: and they uh, smoke and, and it.
3: And we, oh, yeah. And we just, we, there's one that's so particular, he will not touch the bologna. And he, and he would only eat, like, bluegills and shiners. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick him up a pack of hot dogs. <laughs> so I got a pack of hot dogs. I'm not lying. I heated that hot dog. He th- they think it's like a big uh, general or, you know, stick bait or something. <laughs> you know? And I heat that hot dog up and just – and I and I flip it over to him, wacky rig style, you know, so it's nice and long ways across his face. And he just – he inhales it every time.
1: <laughs> I can't so crazy. Need, I can't eat. So <laughs> –
2: I need to know right now, is it in the rules with any of the tournament trails? You fish all the tournament trails. Is it in any of the rules right. that we can't use a hot dog?
3: Yeah, I, I don't really think there... I think you could.
2: <laughs> okay. You heard it here, here. Folk, I mean, first, folks.
3: I mean, if we, when we get the chick next time, I mean... Uh, when we get there, I you, hot dog, hot you
2: dog mean when you die. win <laughs> <laughs> no. when you win I had a whole text message conversation with a buddy of mine about all these changes coming up and what's going on and I saw the mm-hmm. schedule and I was like oh yeah John gets another trophy in June because <laughs> <No. laughs> I, I don't care know, if it's yeah. June or January because you're going to win <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. I don't know it, it would be awesome to do good there again I mean, I'm excited about it all I mean you so know, changes, I think everybody's going to see soon, are going
2: to be uh, oh, pretty yeah. big and crazy. And, uh, <laughs> I we'll, it, so, we'll so that's what I—that's what I'm because uh, I've been talking about it before you came on. I've been talking about the right. changes. I've got—I've got all of it sent to me, and I know basically everybody with the podcast is going to talk about it this week and and uh my thing is this so so you're you're excited about it you're you're welcome to the idea of those guys from the bpt being able to fish i mean i know you're you're not the kind of guy i don't think not a lot of things bother you <laughs> you right, kind nah, of
3: yeah no i i just i just want to go fishing i don't really care uh what you know what it is i just want to fish but um the a positive to it all is is you know uh everybody we, we need to I mean, us as a a big group of tournament guys, we need to make as much money as we can uh, for next year, too, you know, going in because I don't know how stuff's going to be. And um, I just feel the way they're going to set it up, I feel like uh, I feel like everybody's going to have a little bit more opportunity to make some money, you know, a lot more checks paying out. I mean, I know we're going to get some more guys. Um, in there, and we're getting more competition, but uh, payout's
2: going to be still, deep, though. Looks like, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're yeah, we're talking like into the hundreds, you know. So and, that's and, crazy. That's yeah, that's crazy. And and I mean, I'm telling I mean, dude, we the, we got guys on the FLW uh, Pro Circuit that they're going to catch them, man. They're going to catch them. Oh, I know. The, I know. Fifty of them guys coming over.
2: Yeah, there I, are some guys listen. that
3: are like, oh, that's fifty checks that are going to be gone. Brrr, and and nah, it, might be, n- it might be. It might be. but I'm but, just saying. But everybody has bad days I've had bad days Everybody I mean And And it's a whole nother game With 200
2: boats uh, totally different ballgame It's ball a game. whole
3: nother thing Totally different ballgame It's game. like your, your holes Don't don't work anymore No you're Your guys that would fish a hole For four days Win a tournament Or kind of or, or like You know You, you have to A four day event With 200 boats You have to just You just scramble every day it's You don't a, know what you're going to do
2: Absolutely. And I think that's a testament to why, I mean, you're a great junk fisherman, you're great at fishing the moment, you're great at, you know, obviously shallow water fishing, but I think that's why you excel because... You know, we've seen these tournaments like the Lambert-Kentucky Lake tournaments where he does. He's got a couple holes and, and, and that kind of thing. But, dude, that right. is hard to do with 200 mm-hmm. people on the water right. and people that don't give a damn whether you got to a spot first or not. And you know, like right. I know, that crap right. goes on. Boat well, number, well, I mean, you know, it's right, all I part mean, of it. Ha-
3: right. And what happens is with that many people, you know, you might have this really, really jam-up spot, and you get there the first day. But there's 10 other guys that wanted to put that in their rotation. That's Maybe right. didn't know how good it was. And you're you're not going to. I mean, when I fished the opens and we had 200 boats over uh, last year or whatever it was, dude, I never the next day ever got on anything I was on the first day. No.
2: It's not going to happen. Never. No. No. Never. That, and and,
3: it, uh, and I got used to it. I didn't let it, like, get me. You know, a lot of people would lose their mind, you know. Me. I just got used to it because <laughs> it was like, yeah, because there's just so many people out there. And I'm like. You know what? He probably knew there was fish here, or whatever, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, and I was just abandoning it, you know, and it and it worked out fine. So, I yeah,
2: just, that, uh, I, I think just, there's a lot to be said for that. You're right, dude. About the 200 boats, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But but whole, those guys that are mad from the FLW side. Uh, so look, let me back up before I say that. Are you hearing uh, negative comments from FLW guys? Uh, Do you yeah, think are it, it, well, some I, that are I mad? Think,
3: I think there will be some that are mad. Um, Just with anything, a lot of guys don't like to see any change. Um, I just feel like we're in such a odd time right now, anyways, that we we got to do whatever you know, just so everybody can survive. You know, that's what I think the main goal is. Um, And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think those guys that are upset. I mean, you know, they might be upset now, and they might if they still fish and they get. Uh, three $10,000 checks and go to a championship And get $10,000 check I
2: don't think they're going to be upset And anymore. change their mind <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be like Ah,
3: you know, it wasn't that bad
2: Do you um, think FLW guys will pull out And not uh, fish those uh, remaining four?
3: You know, I, I some might But and then I, I just don't see I mean, we still have a championship I mean, we're still We're going to fish We're going to fish 200 guys And 100th place is going to be 10 grand Mm-hmm I mean that's a lot of money.
2: Got to beat half the field, you know? yeah, to get ten grand. Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah, I mean, and I, mean, I just feel like with, you know, yes, it's it's more boats and everything, but I just I feel like there's more opportunity when you catch a limit each day. There's a good chance you're going to make in that top 100.
2: That's a fact. That's a you fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, no, I, that's what I, I talked when this first came up, and then I heard it got voted down a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. now it's back around. I said then and I said it again today, like I don't know if I'm an F L W guy like if I was fishing the tour this year how I would feel about it. I mean right. it is it's it's odd, but these are odd times. You know, right. these are definitely odd times, uh, to say the least. But I hope the FLW guys fish, and like you said, it's not going to be just however many of them guys come over. It's not just going to be automatic checks. It's just not. It's right. not ever that right. way. Like you said, two hundred people. There's a lot of interference that can go yeah. on, oh, no matter yeah. there, how good you are. There's a yeah. There's a lot. A
3: lot. Of, I mean, a lot a, of variables. A lot of those right. Because in those tournaments, I mean, you can do awesome one day, and you can zero the next day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens so easily with that many boats because you get so spun out you know oh yeah for sure I think it'll be it'll be good practice for everybody and you know get through the year and then hopefully everybody will uh, make a little money and well, um, get to go again next year.
2: All right. Well, let me let me ask you this because you do have you were set up to have the craziest year of your life. <laughs> I know. You are, and I then know. all this so happened, good. and That's... it's almost like right. you weren't. It's so ironic because when you and I talked, to the I had so many requests. Hey, man, get John on, get John on, get John on, and so we did. We we yep. did it at the first the year. We talked, and you were about to head to St. John's. And it was right. like, yeah, man, I'm not going to be home at all this year. And now, right. we've all been home yeah. more than we've ever been home. But what will this reschedule do? So you've seen those FLW dates and I know Bass is reaching out to people and I've talked to some folks at Bass too and they're going right. to try to try to get back going, you know, in that same hopefully June time frame. Right. What will this reschedule do? Are you going to be able to are you going to be able to fish I, all of them now?
3: I don't know. I I really hope so. For Bass, I think we only have one date set.
1: So uh, i got gotcha. you
3: we're gonna start i got gotcha. you um everything else is kind of thrown up uh in the air right now and i'm just i'm really hoping you know that they somehow don't overlap you know that'd be I
2: mean, awesome that man be,
3: yeah that would be the you know the perfect storm even though we are gonna fish you know through the summer and into the fall where you know usually i don't do so hot but um you know as long as we're out fishing i'm fine with it i I uh, I the other day I sunk. My neighbors hate me, by the way, but <laughs> I went and I sunk. I sunk so much brush out of my lake in the backyard, <laughs> and I'm gonna work on my deep game. So I sunk all Uh-oh. my. Brush. I got my. I got my electronics working. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some work in this. You know. So no
2: more John them. Cox without a transducer.
3: I don't know. I mean, at least for this to finish this season out, just okay. in case. You know. I oh, I'm like it. Try, I, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not making any promises. I mean, because my my going out checking out deeps, going out there making one cast, and go, like, no, this ain't going <laughs> to That's work, me most bro, of so. the time, too. Yeah, so.
2: Hey, I'm going to so go out here and idle. 20 minutes yeah. later Back skipping a wacky worm <laughs> Yeah I'm Like I like idled
3: From takeoff Out just a bit. <laughs> Exactly I didn't see like, any Yeah I didn't I see, see any, like yeah, <laughs> didn't I'm, see a, any. <laughs> I'm gonna go To this, this bank over here Dude I got
2: too much ADD for And I love I'm Obviously growing up On the Tennessee River I, I am a deep fisherman And I do You know Ledge fishing All that stuff mm-hmm. I I do understand it And I do enjoy it But man I'm telling you Those days are just Idling around With a cooter Full of Gatorade it, That just ain't my well, That ain't my speed man I it, can't it, I don't it, like I, I eventually got to go throw it something. Right. Just something. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean,
3: I I can throw all day as long as I'm throwing at something. Yes. I don't care if I'm not catching. Me too. There's yeah. a there there. There's enough baits I just enjoy <laughs> yeah.
2: throwing. You like watching them come back? Like hell, yeah. I'll pick up yeah. one of those big rats every now and then just yeah. to watch it come out. Oh, yeah. like, that's cool. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean stuff's fun to throw. Chatterbait makes yeah. your little rod vibrate. That's cool. it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I I hope, dude. I hope that it. Uh, it all works out and, and, uh, and everybody, you know, can, can maintain sponsorship. I think that I was talking before you came on too, and, and I'll ask you without getting too personal, but, um, there are a lot of changes going on. I know you're hearing them and, and probably seeing them from other guys. Are you personally, have you been hit by any, any kind of sponsorship changes or are most of your um, guys really kind of sticking to status quo?
3: Yeah. I mean, so far, everybody's just kind of waiting to see what, what happens, you know, uh, Yeah, I I pretty much like, uh, you know. So yeah, I I don't know. Uh, So far, I think everything's fine. (laughs)
2: Let me ask you this: Would you know if it changed?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would. I I would. uh, I would. uh, If I didn't see, uh, you know, if I went to like order a boat and they're like, "Yeah, you're not
2: getting one." Well, listen, I don't think I don't think that's in jeopardy for you because I'm watching these Crestliner lives, which by the way have been awesome and uh, uh man, we, and, we, and we y'all are we having struggled fun on,
3: yeah we are having fun we struggled on a few of them but man we went we went to this uh this Vero trophy I saw Vero Beach saw yep. it dude so you, you know an hour live you know you're thinking man should i just catch a couple of fish we caught like we caught like 30 <laughs> and in like an hour and then i caught like a an eight something right at the end on top water so uh. it was just it was awesome and then uh we did another one i went actually back there and ended up in a two-hour live i caught like two over eight and then <sighs> lost one eight Jeez. and like i mean it was just, so we've been having a blast with
2: it well my, my buddy carter andrews lives in vero and oh, uh, really? yeah and that's where uh some of those small lakes around there. i've never got to fish the trophy bass ones but i have fished some lakes over there and then when i came down and you and i were texting when i was down this winter mm-hmm. in february i fished a lake not far from vero that's where i shot some stuff that was just ridiculous just oh, so I mean, ridiculous no. and those uh so it's awesome dude and when, now there's yeah. a couple new ones about to open down there i'm here yeah, like any, public any, water stuff yeah i'm not going to yeah. say the name because i don't want to give that yeah. out carter or kill you me don't want to send them all yeah nah, they're i'm they're not going to do that but they're but you, you know the
3: the key to those lakes what they're doing is is stocking them tons with thread so they so come in, in like, ja- yeah they come in in january and they just pump them in wow. and so like you have just i mean you just have the the most awesomest feed like for months unreal after they in like the fish are healthy thick I've, i was looking up all last night i'm getting the truck to come and i'm having to dump me you know at least <laughs> ten thousand thread fins in my pond just to get the school in action going you know because i mean you know throwing top water in the middle of the day is just, it's awesome especially catching those big ones man. S- a,
2: so just, typically though that being said for folks listening i mean a lot of those florida lakes don't have any shad you don't have any. But yeah, well,
3: yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, they, I honestly think they all get eaten up now. St. John's got a lot of shad. So okay, like back in the day, Toho. I don't. I think they stocked Toho then with shad, but like you would go out into Toho and you would have an acre of just nothing but straight schoolers. Wow, and 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 big ones. You know, you'd get out there and you, you would catch seven, eight pounders in those schoolers, and it's never been like that again. So huh. I, I don't, I don't. In that pond at Vero, the trophy bass one, that's that was the closest thing I've seen to Toho, uh, ever. Unreal. And when it, we used to be like that, and that's what he said. He said, "Oh, we just dumped in, you know, <laughs> you know, hundred thousand shad two months ago." You know, so,
2: incredible, really cool. dude. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I really appreciate you uh, as always. You're you're my. I, I don't tell every guest this. You're my favorite. You're my favorite guest. You're one of my favorite people ever. You're my buddy, and uh, I appreciate you always making time right. for me. And and uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. I am telling you that your content is just people are drawn to you because you're honest and you're real and you're just showing your life. And that's what social media was designed for. Um, right. And it's it's really cool to see you and the girls out there fishing, and you and Keith clowning around. It's good stuff, man. And and um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of the year goes for you. Obviously, it started with a bang, but that feels like it was forever ago now, John. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know, and I was thinking, I was like, man, I feel so bad for something. I mean, dude, that was just like that was so amazing that that happened, and then all this happened because I know, and I don't, I don't know.
2: I think I about Hank Cherry right and the Classic. It feels like the Classic didn't even happen at di- some days, you know. It's it's so crazy because he didn't get to really take his victory lap, and I know he will, but it's just, right. uh, man, it's so bizarre because that was the last big event, and then this Sorry. happened, you know. It's crazy. Unreal. And then you had the MLF thing at uh, Fork, I guess, and then and then it was just right. over. That was, it was it. over, man. But, yeah. uh, well, dude um, – you guys stay safe down there. Uh, I cool. hope that uh, I hope that the dollar store doesn't run out of baloney anytime
1: soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back out on the road and see everybody, man. I, I hope yeah, to man, uh, we, run into. Maybe, I, I might slide over there to check. That's what
3: man, I'm telling you. We need to go somewhere. We, we need to go we over or shoot a video. Or whatever, we do like, or yank on them somewhere.
2: Hey, I, I'm holding you to it. This is this is recorded video and audio. All so right. I'm holding you All to right. it, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right, so, John. Well. I'll talk to you soon, man.
3: Hi, right, bud. See you, Talk buddy. Soon.
2: John freaking Cox, right there. I love that guy. Y'all know that. If you've listened for very long at all, I've done more interviews with John. I guess Cody Meyer, John Cox, Brad Knight. Um, those are perennial. They're you know they they're always they're 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 coming back. Those guys are coming back for some LBL all the time, and and uh, John is just one of those. So freaking, uh, he's just honest and um. It's it's awesome to see. Uh, so I want to do something real quick here. Let me write this name down. So we did quarantine catch fest, right? And I really appreciate everybody for participating in that, sending us in fish. And I wanted to I wanted to do a, a shout out right here. Let me pull this up. I want to do a shout out real quick to uh, to. A few of these uh, folks, and I, I'm either going to call Instagram handles or or names, whatever I have here. But we we had several big bass in and Darian and I. Stupid Darian. Uh, first of all, I'd like to congratulate myself for beating Darian, which is not a uh, not a you know big task or anything. It's not like beating Kevin Van Dam or anything like that. But for the month of uh, for the month of April, I had five that weighed 23.14, 23.14 and he had basically zero. From what I've seen, I don't even think he caught a bass. I don't even know where, where he gets these. I think he filmed all his videos in March that he's posting right now. But uh, you know, so yay! Hold up, my this is my trophy, I guess my star trine. But we're gonna get we're gonna start getting prizes out to everybody soon. I'm gonna reach out to everybody. But I want to uh, want to congratulate first of all, Mister Luke Pennington, a young man that caught a nine. Four. It was one of the first fish that we had. He's the overall winner. He wins big largemouth, and, of course, he, he's, he's, he's he's the man. Nine pounds, four ounces. That was one of the first fish we got. Caught it off the bed. Awesome pick. Sent that in. Uh, second place, second place with an 8.5, and this was a PB, I believe, Charles Ferb with an 8.5 largemouth. This is the overall. This is the overall. K Goodman Fishing. Had an eight point two two for third place. Preston Kendrick, who fishes with our boy Luke Pennington, weighed a 7.6 in for fourth place. I believe he fishes for Brian College over there in uh, Dayton, Tennessee. But um, Preston, they, man, he follow Preston catches some bigs. But seven six for uh, fourth place and fifth place overall. Blake C. 1288 and I let me let me just get Blake's name here. Blake, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have looked all of this up before. But I didn't. Y'all know it's low budget, get off me. <laughs> Let's see. What did I say? Blake Carrier. Sorry, Blake. Blake Carrier came in fifth place with a 7.14, and those are bigs, y'all. Those are bigs. And then we did a big spot and a big smally. and... Big smallie goes to my man, Jody White, who works with FLW. He had a 5.97. I actually think he caught one bigger than that. That was the one he submitted. He, he broke his six-pound in Vermont mark last week. I saw him post. But a 5.97 is going to be his official submission, and it, it knocks out. We, we had a few smallies in that five-pound range, but 5.97. And then big spotted bass, Mark Cook, sent us a 5.57 behemoth. Spotted bass 557 behemoth, and I'm just still shaking my head. But uh, so, those are your winners for quarantine catch fest, and I'll get that posted up and uh, we'll get some prizes out um, very soon. Very, very soon. So, thank you to everybody who participated, and thank y'all for listening to Low Budget Live. Thank you for supporting me. Thanks for uh, watching the fishing videos. Make sure you're watching those. Make sure you're giving them a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. I really appreciate that. I'm enjoying making those. My boys really enjoy making those, and we like getting out. we got a lot more content to come up for you. You know, fishing's changing by the day. Fish are starting to uh, think about being finished spawning, and that's when it really gets fun. So we're going to have some fun content coming up, and hopefully we can open up and start traveling again so it's just not always stuff around the house, okay? So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for putting up with me down here at the beach. I'll be home tomorrow. Drop a comment below if uh, if you're going to the beach. You know, let me know. Let me know. What, what Are you getting back to normal? Drop me comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Are you getting back to normal? Or are you still bunkered up? And either or, you're fine. Just be safe either way. We're being safe, like I said. Takeout. We've been to the grocery store since we've been here, and we've been sitting right here, and we've been distancing from all these folks. I really appreciate this. Everything y'all have given me, I love y'all for listening. Uh, you bunch of low-life son of a guns. Make sure you hug your mama, and I'm going to take you out today with a little bit of Biloxi Blues. Thank y'all, and I'll see y'all next week from the Low Budget Live Bar and Grill, most likely.
1: North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens in rest This highway it does not know my name And I don't care, no, I don't care Heading my way for another place And I got three good tires and a spare the white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Hey, hey.
0: A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life.
3: Yeah, baby. 6'8 Western. I'll be there, baby. Right there.
0: Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.